What is up, everyone? Welcome into the full coverage football show. This is the live stream here on StreamYard, here on Facebook.com backslash FCFS pod. My name is Jeremy. You guys, this is episode 41. But more importantly, it is the season two premiere. And why is it a season two premiere? Because football's back, baby. We got football. It's back. And it's on. So you're probably watching some football. And you should probably be watching us, too, because we are way more exciting than Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, especially now that we can't see the Collinsworth slide, which Drew mentioned to me earlier. But, dude, football's back. We got old faces in new places. A new season, a time for redemption. It is time for losers to become winners, winners to become losers. Records will be broken. New stars will shine. It is football. The NFL is back. And it all leads up to one thing. The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is what we're going for. Because as Herm Edwards famously said, you play to win the game. But yes, welcome back, football. My name is Jeremy. This is the Full Coverage Football Show. As I have already stated, we are live on Facebook. But if you're listening right now, you're probably listening to one of our audio streams, which you can find anywhere you get your podcast: iHeart, Google Pods, Apple Pods, you name it. We are there, as you can see by the shirt behind me. So without further ado... Let us bring on the star of the show, Mr. Drew Ward, Mr. Ward's Wagers. Football's back, baby! Football! Man, I, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's uh, We're finally here, and it's it seemed like the longest offseason ever, I'm not going to lie, with everything going on. I'm just happy that, uh, that football is being played, and uh, we're here to watch it and have some fun, talk some football, and, uh, you know, and maybe watch a little. Yes, sir. We will be watching a little bit of football here. You will notice as you're watching us here on the live stream or if you're watching the re-air on YouTube or maybe on Instagram or on the Facebook page or you found it on Twitter, wherever you're watching it, we will look away from our screens and our cameras here at times because we got football going on. And the corpse David Johnson is making moves tonight. So anything is. is possible already this season. Now, before we get completely started, Tonight, we got a fun show for you. Yes, football is back, so we're going to talk football. We're going to welcome football back, which we are doing right now. We are going to play America's favorite game show, Good Deal or Bad Deal. And we will go over some fun contracts in the NFL. We will do three predictions, sure to be wrong. We will do our game pick, and it will lead into the game of the week. And then, of course, as we do during the regular season, the postseason, and anytime there are games, we will end this show with... Your chance to make money with Drew's segment, Ward's Wagers, 43-18-2 last season. That is unbelievable, y'all. I don't know if you know how hard it is to pick against the spread, but that man, that man done did it. And for anyone watching the live stream right now, do us a favor. Hit that share button. Let everyone know that you are watching the Full Coverage Football Show as I am wearing my The Full Coverage Football Show t-shirt and it Wait. looks damn good. It looks damn good, folks. If, you, if you're listening to audio, Jeremy's looking fit, six-pack, everything is rocking through that thing. That's a damn good-looking shirt there. I, I wish I could say I had a six-pack, but as we talked earlier, I do look like the Michelin man. It is unfortunate, but, hey, I've lost two pounds this week. So, hey, That's we're off to a start. But, hey, let's raise a glass to football. Let's toast. I got my Cleveland Browns glass here. Drew's rocking the Bud Light. Hey, Bud Light. I just said your name. If you happen to be some random yeah. Bud Light intern, tell them they should sponsor this show. Send Drew some Bud beers. Lights I've drank on the show. The amount of Bud Lights I've drank on the show, I feel like it's deserving. 
But we'll see. I mean, the ball's in your court now, Bud Light. Tell me what you think. Answer us, baby. Full coverage football show. You can find us on Twitter at FCFS Pod, at Somerville CLE, and at Detroit Dave Seven. So easy to find us, or you can hit us up on the Full Coverage Football Show Facebook page, fb.me backslash FCFS Pod. And yeah, this shirt I'm wearing, hey, you can get it too. You can get all kinds of stuff. We got a brand new Wards Wager shirt up there. We got a hoodie, some Scarlet and Greatness hoodie. Check out our new merchandise at bonfire.com backslash store backslash FCFS dash tees. And Kim, thank you for telling me good job. I am feeling nice. lovely tonight. Yeah, and football's back, man. Dude, football's back. I, so I mean, it's unbelievable. We've gone through the pandemic. We've gone through a million shows where we were talking about what ifs and what could be and what's going to happen. We have done all of our fantasy stuff. We have done all our division previews. And now football is back and it's time to go. As it says there, football is back, baby! So, without further ado, let's get on to the show tonight. And right now, what's the score of the game? 7 nothing. Houston still? Um, yes, for now. So, uh, it's first and goal uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs from the 8. Okay. So, with that going on, let's get to the fun game here. The favorite game show of everyone in this country. With everything going on, you're like, you know what? I could really use some FCFS, good deal or bad deal. And I'm your host for good deal or bad deal. And first up, Jalen Ramsey just signed a five-year, $105 million contract, $71.2 million guaranteed with the Los Angeles Rams. And Mr. Drew Ward, I ask you, is that a good deal or a bad deal? We're going I agree. bad deal. Uh, Jalen Ramsey. J well, that's true. And listen, <laughs> Jalen Ramsey's probably the best corner. I mean, you can put it in Davis White or your Stephon Gilmore's, but yes, he's right there. It's not the player. It's the money. It's the position. It's, it's, it's where the Los Angeles Rams are financially, the moves they've made, the, the, the fact that they kind of pushed all the chips into the middle of the table um, in, in, you know, bringing in Sue and bringing in, all these free agents to try to go ahead and get that Super Bowl. We know how it ended. Um, and listen, I tend to love it. To You know what I mean? If, if I'm a fan of a team, throw all the chips in. I mean, shit, go my team it. doesn't want anything ever. And and they almost were that. I mean, they almost came home with the trophy. But at the same time, with uh, with with that, uh, yes. Touchdown, Travis Sorry. Kelsey. Sorry, everybody. With that, Travis Kelsey, touchdown. Um, but, no, I still think it's too much money. Um, again, love the player, lots of guaranteed cash for a CB. Um, we'll see. It's just, it's just, I feel like they just get continue to put themselves in a tough position as far as the salary cap goes moving forward, making moves like this, um, and basically blowing money for bringing in big name guys that necess not necessarily had, you know, big name productive, you know, production uh, with the Rams. So I'm going to go with, uh, with bad deal. I agree. Jalen Ramsey, great deal for you, kid. Good job. But this deal, the Rams shoehorned themselves into having to give up this deal because they traded two first round picks, gave up a ton of stuff to get him without agreeing to an extension first. And this is what happens. This deal, 21 million a year on average, it won't be passed for a while by a cornerback. Because it is that high of an overpay on the Rams' part. So I agree with Drew. And this is a bad deal. Next up on the show, we've got Bills cornerback Tredavious White. 
Four years, $70 million, $55 million guaranteed. Drew, I ask you, sir, good deal or bad deal? Ding, ding, ding. Good deal for me with Tredavious White as far as I'm concerned. Again, like I mentioned, he's a top three guy as far as I'm concerned. Um, he, the, the money, the guaranteed money is nowhere near what it is with Jalen Ramsey's deal. I mean, these figures are way more in line with what we're, we see with top corners in the league. I think Jalen Ramsey, I just, they broke the bank on him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so this deal, I love the player. Uh, I love what he's become as a player. He still has upside. He's one of the best DBs in the entire league. Uh, this deal, I love. I am with you on that. Before the show, you said he is a lunch pail kind of guy. And this deal, it gives him a great chance to get a really, really nice lunch pail. And for this guy, probably third, maybe second best corner in the league, you could probably go him, Stefan Gilmore, and Jalen Ramsey. But this is a deal that fits for the team at this point with Josh Allen Solana's rookie deal. And it's a deal that fits the player. And the average annual value makes way more sense than $21 million given to Jalen Ramsey. And I am with you. Good deal, sir. And moving on to our next player, staying or moving to the NFC, Amari Cooper, Dallas Cowboys wide receiver, five years, $100 million, $60 million guaranteed. So once again, I ask you, sir, good deal or bad deal? Bad deal for me here with Amari Cooper. Um, listen, he's been productive since he's been in Dallas. I like the player. That's paying him in the top caliber of wide receivers in this league. I also think Dallas has way more other things to take care of at this point. Uh, And I'm not sure with, they need to keep the core together there because I think it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic roster as far as I'm concerned. And I'm not, I think the Cowboys are going to be a a good team. Um, But for me, it, it's just a lot of cash for Amari Cooper. And I think he, although he's been good, you have Michael Gallup, you drafted CeeDee Lamb, you have assets at the wide receiver position. Five years also seems a little long to me, in mm-hmm. my opinion. I would have liked to see somewhere around three years as far as, as Amari Cooper goes. Again, he's a good player. I'm not – all these guys are good players. Um, it, but the value to me is not there. I, I, I don't like this one. Amari Cooper, very good player. I'm with you on that. He's been very good in Dallas. However, Michael Gallup is going to be the number one receiver there in no time, if you ask me. And I just ask me, and I say, yes, he will be. Also, CeeDee Lamb, yes, he fell to them. That's a steal. So it made this deal look even worse. But $20 million a year for Amari Cooper, I'm not with that. I also agree. It is a bad deal. And moving on to another wide receiver. We're going to finish this with two more wide receivers, actually. Los Angeles Chargers wide receiver, Keenan Allen. As you can see by the highlights that we are now showing on the screen, those of you listening on the audio version, you can't see this, but we're showing Keenan Allen highlights. Four years, $80 million, $50 million guaranteed. He got the same $20 million as Cooper. Is this a good deal or a bad deal, sir, for Keenan Allen and the Chargers? Keenan Allen's better receiver than Amari Cooper. That's my opinion. I don't really care about anybody else's. <laughs> um, here's the deal. It, it's it's where the Chargers are right now. They have to do the best they can to, to, to keep the best players they have. 
Um, we don't really know what it's going to look like as far as Tyrod Taylor, um, what this offense is going to look like. Justin Herbert, we we have our thoughts and feelings about him that we expressed in the offseason. Um, I think this is a guy that it's it's slightly a little too rich for me, but I'm still going to say good deal based off his value to that team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's going to be one of the, the go-to, I mean, offensively he is the go-to guy but we'll just see if if tyrod taylor and and whoever whenever uh replays and we'll see how you know what his productivity is but but you know i worry about that a little bit but the player i'm paying i think this is a good deal uh we'll see brother i'm with you on it keenan allen is the one constant right now in that offense hunter henry's been hurt but he's turning into a solid tight end. You've lost Melvin Gordon. You moved on from Phillip Rivers. Mike Williams can't stay healthy. They have gone through a lot of players on that offense, and they won constant is Keenan Allen, who is a very good wide receiver. I do agree with you. He is better than Amari Cooper. And, yes, it is really hard not to look at my TV screen right now, but that was a nice run by Sean Watson. And then he and- sat right back to Patrick Mahomes <laughs> on the bench. And I am with you on that. Keenan Allen, four years, $80 million, $50 million guaranteed. I would take that deal because of the situation that team is in. Also, in the fact that they're not paying a quarterback right now. They have all young stars who eventually are going to have to pay, but this deal helps them. So you can say, yeah, it's the same amount of annual average value as Cooper, but different teams, different situations. This one makes way more sense. Moving on. The last member of this game of good deal or bad deal, DeAndre Hopkins, Nuke. Traded Arizona in the offseason, signed a two-year $54.5 million deal, $42.5 million guaranteed, and he negotiated the deal himself to include no trade clause, no franchise clause, and all because he wanted to be a GM at some point in his career. So I ask you, sir, good deal or bad deal? I don't know with this one, dude. It's This one's so hard for me because that is a shitload of money on a two-year deal, it, it's 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 not even the twenty-seven million; it's the forty-two and a half million, basically guaranteed. Um, I have to say it's a good deal because I think he's the best wide receiver in football, if not the second best. And Arizona, like you said, Kyler Murray, rookie deal, have money to spend. This is what this is what good GMs do. So listen, the difference between what what this deal is and what they did out in LA with Jared Goff's rookie deal, right? Mm-hmm. So Jared Goff was on the rookie deal. And like we were just talking about, they went and just shit the bed and paid money to everybody, right? That they did. This is a two-year deal. This is not locking them in forever. Yes, the guarantee money is, but they know Kyler Murray. By the time this deal's up, Kyler Murray's going to get his next contract. And then we reassess things from there. Mm-hmm. So I think this overall for Arizona is a good deal. And and what more of a security blanket and go-to guy can you give to Kyler Murray besides you, you got Christian Kirk now, you also have Larry Fitzgerald, and 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 then you add, you know, who, again, I think is the best, you know, receiver in football. I think Arizona's got a fun little offense, and I think they, uh, based off their situation, that this is going to work, even though it's a little rich. I am with you on that. This is a tough contract based on the money, but they've got the cap space available. They're starting to sign their young players, and Kyler Murray's on that rookie deal. What this does is allows DeAndre Hopkins to be their number one for the next three years. 
it allows Larry Fitzgerald to fade into the sunlight and drift into the sunset there. I love and finish out his career. Larry Fitzgerald, amazing player, future Hall of Famer, but he's on the tail end of his career. And it also allows them to work on getting Christian Kirk to finally live up to the guy I expected him to be coming out of school. And that is a number one caliber receiver. I think he has those skills. He's dealt with injuries, but you're going to learn from DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald. Put you in an excellent position. And this guy was able to be a star catching balls from Matt Schaub, from Brock Osweiler. Yeah. From anyone. Always productive, dude. Always, Always productive. It doesn't matter who it was. Always productive. And those guys that you mentioned are kind of shit bags, dude. Mm-hmm. Those are great players. He got the ball in his hands. He made plays. I, I love DeAndre Hopkins, man. I don't Absolutely. know if I can be at a GM or nothing like that. but Hey. <laughs> Anything's see, possible. We shall see. And, ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us for another episode of America's favorite game show: Good Deal or Bad Deal. Yeah, and that's that, fantastic, host. Thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. And with that, we're going to move on to our next segment here in just a second. But do us a favor here: if you're watching the show live, if you're watching the show re-aired. If you are listening to the show wherever, share. Help us out. Help us help you. Because the more people we get watching, the more fun we're going to be. We got some good, we got a good crowd tonight, and we're having a lot of fun. And this isn't just a podcast, it's an experience. That's right. And before we go on, please be sure to check out the bottom of your screen if you are watching. And if you are not, please be sure to listen because this is the full coverage football show, fb.me backslash FCFS pod, and check out our sponsors. Manhattan Deli Mentor, 440-974-0055. Concealed Carry Firearms Training, 440-391-4118. And Kitty Cove Daycare at Kitty Cove OH on Facebook. And be a friend of the show. Be an FCFS, F-O-T-S, and be a part of the show. And with that, let's move on to our next segment, and that is... Predictions sure to be absolutely wrong. We are going to go back and forth on this segment. You will give one. I will give one. I will let you start out. And Mr. Drew Ward, give me a prediction sure to be absolutely friggin' wrong. Chase Young. I think Chase Young breaks the rookie sack all-time record, which is 14 and a half sacks. Okay. We've touched on this. You know how much I love Chase Young. Um, that's going to be my bold prediction here. Um, that's going to be my number one. It, 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 listen. It, it's tough and it's bold, especially because of Washington and kind of how their roster is. You think mm-hmm. teams are going to have leads and they're not going to really be able to pin their ears back and, and get on the edge and, and send some pressure. So, yes, it's very lofty, but but I think the player is ridiculous. The player is ridiculous, and 14 and a half seems possible until you mentioned the absolute truth of that statement, which is the team sucks and they're going to be losing and that he's going to be tackling a lot of running backs. So my number one prediction, sure to be absolutely friggin' wrong, Cam Newton will be the AFC MVP and lead the New England Patriots to the AFC title. Yeah, Cam, baby. I'm smoking shit on that one. But, hey, crazier things have happened. Cam Newton's a man on a warpath, dude. Um, Okay. (laughs) Can he throw the ball still? I mean, let's, the dude's arm was falling off last time we saw him, okay? I get he's stepping into a wonderful situation, um, but 
let's not act like that team's loaded on the outside mm-hmm. with receivers. I mean, in, in all honesty, if you look at that Patriots roster, it's kind of depleted to an it extent. Um, so, yeah, you can you can do your rah-rah Cam Newton crap here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's, um, but I just think he's stepping into a tough situation because I don't think that that offense is necessarily built for an MVP season. But for this to happen. your prediction. For, for this, for to, this happen. to happen, everybody in the league has to get COVID at the corporate practice. Yeah, probably. But also <laughs> no, for this to happen, I mean, we've talked about it on this show how he can't lift his shoulder up. He's going to have to have that. Was that movie Rookie of the Year with Henry Rowan Gardner, where he just lifted his arm and it snapped and he threw the fastball? Yeah. That's basically what's going to have to happen. And Nikhil Harry is going to have to be an absolute stud and go for 2,700 yards at the wide receiver position. But it's probably going to be wrong or maybe absolutely wrong, but that's mine. What's number two for you, sir? Well, to, just to hit one more point on that, I think he's going to be solid because Belichick and McDaniels are going to put him in positions to to kind of dink and dunk and get quick hitters. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to have a productive season. I just – the MVP season. Um, all right, so here comes my most – my next ridiculous uh, prediction. I think Tampa Bay signs Antonio Brown by week six of the season. I can see that. And it's either them or Seattle. Seattle, Seattle. Is the team I thought. He's got what, eight game suspension? Yep. So they would sign him week six. Yeah. I don't know how they figure that out if he is suspended for eight games at once he signs, or I don't, I don't remember know which way that works. I don't know. I don't, yeah, yeah, I'm guessing but either way. Wouldn't that be the most fitting thing for like every former Patriot to just keep heading on to either Detroit or Tampa Bay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't need you to take shots at me. We're talking about completely different. I mean, what the hell is this coming from? Um, no, I, I just think I, I don't know. It, to me, I think that. Bruce Arians has said over and over that they don't want Antonio Brown, which to me think, makes me think they want Antonio Brown. I'm with because you because I know he, Bruce Arians. I think I know Bruce Arians, and I he he wants every shiny little weapon he can roll out there on the offensive. And and AB can still play everybody. I don't think there's anybody that 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 questions if AB can still play in his limited game with New England. You <laughs> that he can still play. Um, and and I think at some point Brady makes a push for him. I'm with you. I could I could see that being absolutely wrong. But dude, it's it's feasible. Like that could maybe happen. That's that one of the predictions that are wrong. absolutely yeah. wrong. <laughs> but and not to hit you with the Lions slide mm. there. But I mean, come on, Lions and Patriots—they're like the same team now almost, except one wins. Will you stop? <laughs> Hey, what's wrong? Like, I don't understand. Like, what's going on? I think I'm feeling every time a team starts getting all the Patriots, it's because I dealt with the Mangini Patriot Browns or Patriot Jet Browns and the Romeo Cornell Patriot Browns. So I just always have to, you know, push it on to someone else. It's displaced anger. It happens. But football's back, baby. Football's back. And it's seven to seven. Seven to seven. Six minutes left, second quarter. So, my number two prediction, sure to be wrong, and if you want to make fun of some shit, it's this one. Mitch Trubisky will throw for more touchdowns than Tom Brady this season. And that's the response it absolutely deserves. For those of you listening to the show, 
you hear nothing because true stunned that I would say something that ridiculous. And that's why it's prediction sure to be absolutely wrong. But hey, can I Tom go Brady could get hurt. hurt. I don't even have anything to say. <laughs> if Tom Next. Brady gets hurt, then yes, you might be right. I mean, all right, here we go. <laughs> now this, this, and listen, I encourage I encourage people to to give me shit for my next day because it is a homer take. Um, but I believe that Matthew Stafford will finish in the top three of MVP voting at the end of the season. Um, I like – I mean, I, I think I like – especially I'm not sold on the lines. Yeah, I think they're going to move, be able to move the ball efficiently. I think Matt Stafford's going to have a nice season based off of what he looked like last year um, before the back injury. Uh, I thought he was very productive. I thought with Daryl Bevel, that offense was moving the ball very well. I expect a big season out of him. I'm not saying the Lions are going to be great because uh, I think the defense still certainly has its issues, but I think that offense is going to be able to move the ball uh, very efficiently. You know, I could say, you know, that's a homer pick from a guy who's a Lions fan, but you're absolutely right. When healthy, the Lions were a good team last year with Matt Stafford. They were what? Three zero and one at one point, or two zero and one at one point, and we were talking about them on the early days of the pod. Like we were picking them to win, and they were doing so when teams didn't expect them to win, and people were everyone else was projecting them to lose and be the worst team in the NFL. And we were going with them because when Matt Stafford was healthy, they were very good. And Matt Stafford is good enough to be an MVP candidate. So they won zero games without Matt Stafford. And that should oh, give him the most valuable player right there. <laughs> I mean, we have zero games. <laughs> and so my, we won three with him and zero without him. So here we are. My third prediction, sure to be wrong, even though it kind of looks like maybe not so much after the beginning of this game. David Johnson, or as I've called him for much of the offseason, the corpse of David Johnson, runs for 1,500 yards and double-digit touchdowns. Hey, he's got one. He only needs nine more. But that would mean he has to stay healthy. And as we've seen the past few years in Arizona, Duke can't stay healthy. It is the corpse of David Johnson. One so, more hot take. One more hot take. One more prediction. Hit it. Patriots miss playoffs. New England Patriots miss the playoffs. Mr. Cam Newton MVP type things. Listen, here's the deal. I think that roster is is uh, it's 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 certainly depleted. Um from what it has been. I mean, of course, they still have some some blue-chip guys, but I don't think there's a lot there offensively. Uh, you're relying on to kill Harry, who was a banged-up rookie for most of the season mm-hmm. last year. Um, I think they missed the playoffs. And listen, I can't wait for all you guys to come back and laugh at my ass here in, in you know, eight months or whatever. It, 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 it's going to be fine. I'm fine with it. But um, eight months, shit, I wish that season lasted that long. But you know, you get my point. <laughs> Um, so no, I mean, I'm okay with it. So if you want to come talk shit to me, then, uh, they're, they're sure to be absolutely wrong. If I get one of them right though, if I get one of them right, I better get some ass kissing from everybody. That's here, all we're gonna, we're gonna add to this segment here and say out of my three, which one do you think is most likely to be right? Cam Newton, AF, AFC MVP, Trubisky throws for more touchdowns than Tom Brady or David Johnson, 1500 yards and double digit scores. David Johnson. Because the other two okay. are just absolutely ridiculous. Trubisky and out of has a better three. chance of getting hit by a car. <laughs> Mitch is in great shape. Best shape it, of his career. 
I hate, I hate when people say he's in the best shape of his career. It's like, all right. Um, out of my three, I had Chase Young breaks the sack record. Mm-hmm. Matt Stafford, top three MVP. Tampa Bay signs AB by uh, by week six. Matt Stafford mm-hmm. is the most likely to be correct. All right. I hope kid's, that that's true. Kids a stud. And that is our segment here. Prediction sure to be absolutely wrong. And yeah, this was a fun little segment. Was. of ridiculousness and we'll have to play this again at some point throughout the season and for anyone watching or listening hit us up with some comments anything you like anything you don't like about the show anything you want us to add we are here to please we're here to have fun and put on a hell of a show which i feel like we do every single week and we're remember, gonna do picks and we're gonna piss off your teams more than likely so tell us your mm-hmm. anger i want to hear it yeah we're gonna pick just coming up now and that it will be our segue game pete game picks for week one or game peaks for Wick One, whatever I'm trying to say here. This will be the only zero time zero. that you see Jeremy beating me here on the lower ticker, <laughs> or tied with me here on the lower ticker. You beat me by three games last year, I Listen, believe it was. A win's and a win. You won, <laughs> and you are the defending champion here on the show. You are the king of the FCFS pod game picks. And with that being said, I will allow you to pick first. And... We're not going to go with tonight's game because it's already started, even though now it's 14-7 now, I believe. Sammy Watkins just had a touchdown. And for those of you in fantasy who didn't pick him, go ahead and pick him up because he did real good week one last year and then did nothing the rest of the season. Correct. He'll disappoint you the rest of you. Yep. So our first game, Sunday, September 13th, 1 p.m., live from the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. The Seattle Seahawks travel to Atlanta, take on the Falcons. Who you got, Seahawks or Falcons? Uh, yeah, so uh, Seattle, Atlanta, of course. I uh, I'm a big Russell Wilson guy. Just uh, I'm gonna hit. Uh, I'm gonna hit on the sp- uh, just touch on the spread real quick on both all okay. these games. Just, so my my uh, my winner in the Seattle game is Seattle. The spread is Seattle minus two and a half. I'll also take Seattle. Um, hey, look, Russell Wilson's a badass dude. He's Mister uh, what's he? Mister. Uh, Mr. Impossible, Mr. Uh, I can't remember what it is right now. Uh, yeah, I'll remember it. Now. Mr. Absolutely incredible in the fourth quarter when he finally gets to throw the football. Yep. Yeah, I just uh, listen. We don't really know. I mean, of course, Atlanta. It was a shit show last year for Atlanta. Wait a second. Am I seeing something? Sammy Watkins didn't get that touchdown. That's correct, sir. Seven you are. You are. Okay, so I take that back. Sammy Watkins didn't get a touchdown. So don't pick. So him you up guys should fantasy. pick him up. You should pick him up because maybe he'll get one next. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take Seattle. Yeah, with the uh, given two and a half, I just think Seattle's better. This is in Atlanta. I don't. Again, we talked like this home advantage even matter at this point. I really don't. Nope. Know. Does not. I'm also gonna take Seattle. Seattle's a better team here. That's all there is to it. Moving on next, Browns Ravens from the big bird's nest there, M&T Bank Stadium in. Body more Murderland. The Cleveland Browns, who last time they went into Baltimore, absolutely dominated the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. This is a Kevin Stefanski-led team. 0-0 in his career. John Harbaugh, 20-4 and against the Browns. And Stefanski doesn't even want to tell us who's calling the plays yet. Not that it actually matters, but whatever. So, we all know this is true. <laughs> it just took a little longer. Drew does get bonus for Russell Wilson. It happens. He's got his Russ crush. Luckily, you guys can't see the bottom half of the screen. 
is all you, <laughs> he will stand up and he will have his uh, pouch to keep his hands warm as we talked about Bill O'Brien earlier. Funny how that's coming back. But Browns Ravens. Let's yes. the Browns. They're the Browns. The Ravens always beat the Browns. Lamar Jackson is hard to tackle, period. When you haven't tackled all offseason, he's going to be even harder to tackle. However, the Browns have an offense that suits their players and a play caller, or at least a guy who should be the play caller in Kevin Stefanski, who knows how to use those guys. So with that being said, the Browns will still lose, and the Browns will be 0-1. The Ravens will win this game. What say you, sir? Uh, so Browns at Ravens spread is seven and a half points that the Ravens are giving up. I think the Ravens win the game, uh, for the things you mentioned. I mean, listen, I, I think Cleveland's going to be decent. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is a tough matchup. But all these divisional matchups around, though, there's a bunch of them around the league. These are really getting you into the grind of football right away. Um, yep. I do expect Cleveland to cover the spread, though. I expect it to be anywhere between, uh, you know, a, a three to seven point ball game, and that covers. Uh, so I will take uh, Ravens outright, Browns to cover that seven and a half. Listen, the Browns are improved. They will be better this year. I think we both took them to be above eight wins or push at eight games. Yeah. I don't have that in front of me, but I think I had them about nine and seven if all things go well. This week one matchup, though, is very tough. It is hard to tackle Lamar Jackson. You also have Greedy Williams, your second cornerback. Who is injured, and we All know that when he comes, always injured. Yeah, your cornerbacks <laughs> are the biggest pussy cornerbacks in the entire league. They are. They're little dudes too. And your linebackers are trash. Mm-hmm. But outside Terrible. of that, the front, the, the, I like the front hey, four. the front four. Front four is okay. Miles Garrett <laughs> back on his contract extension can be interesting. Well, but listen, show up. if Greedy Williams plays, you're going to see a dude who just isn't going to tackle because with a shoulder injury. He's going to make a business decision to keep Greedy healthy, and he's not going to be throwing his body out there. I'm telling you that right now. So if Greedy plays, never tackled. Let's not act like Greedy tackled a college. No, but he tackled last year when he was healthy. He actually tried. You could see it at times that he actually tried. But with a shoulder injury, he's making that business decision. He is not going to tackle. But I do expect Baker Mayfield to look good. I do expect Nick Chubb to be Nick Chubb and just be good. I do too. And. The Browns are good offense. They should be good, but Ravens are just a better team. I know you're I, not, think, I know I didn't ask you the spreads, but before we got in the show, I, I, I just think, like the spreads. It's more of my my gambling mind. My thinking is that the Browns are going to be down 13 in the fourth quarter, and they will score a late touchdown to go at six points in the loss. And I think they will cover. Moving on, the Jets, the New York Jets, who basically admitted today that they're not running a scout team to know anything about quarters defense when Dowell Loggins or do well low games or whatever we call them here in Cleveland. When people that play Madden know what a quarters yeah. defense is. Basically but. said, hey, Greg Williams doesn't run a quarters defense in practice, so our offense hasn't really seen it. What about running scout team? And that what a scout team's for in the NFL? But Adam Gase is worried about Taco Tuesday, not worried about the Buffalo Bills, because he's rich, bitch, and it don't matter. I'm rich, baby. So the Buffalo Bills and Sean McDermott, who's 3-3 three and three against the New York Jets, face the Adam Gase-led New York Jets, who are 4-4 four and four against the Bills. Bills are the way better team here and should win, and I will take them to easily win. I think this one's a blowout. What say you, sir? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you consider a blowout around 10-13, to 13, then yeah, absolutely. 
Um, it'll, 10 to 13, and it won't even look that close. Yeah, I think the spread six and a half. I'm going to take Buffalo. I don't want to take the uh, the points. Listen, um, I feel like Sam Darnold's kind of gotten dicked at this point, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because I, with whatever the hell the mono was, which was weird, but we have coronavirus now, so nobody cares about that. He got um, to kiss his girlfriend. It's okay. Like, so it's just, I feel like he's he's got the talent. Um, really not. I mean, I know they, they went out and got a big time wide receiver in the draft, but not tons of weapons around him. Um, I worry the relationship with Le'Veon Bell and the head coach. Mm-hmm. Um I yeah, I like Buffalo. I like um with the points with giving up six and a half. I see it anywhere between a ten to a thirteen point game because I do believe that that the Jets kind of just try to dumb things down and run the football because Adam Gase is a disaster. You look at all these teams who had quarterbacks coming out and they've all built around them. Josh Allen got Stephon Diggs this year. Baker Mayfield's got a ton of people. I mean, outside of Josh Rosen, who doesn't count. That draft class, they've all gotten a lot of help around them. Lamar Jackson. And then Sam Darnold's like, we got Denzel Mims in the second round, who can be good, but he's a wide receiver out of Baylor who doesn't know the route tree. And Le'Veon Bell, we got Le'Veon Bell. He's a pro bowler. He's really good. And our coach hates him. But they got him a mountain of a man for a left tackle who hopefully will keep him upright. Sammy Darnold, just a dude I feel bad for. Hopefully, they start building around him. Oh, I thought Roger Goodell was sleeping. He's actually texting and looking at his phone. It would have been great had he been sleeping. But, yeah, this one's a blowout. So let's move on to our next game. This is a weird game for me because I have to look at it multiple times here and say the Las Vegas Raiders travel to Carolina to face the Carolina Panthers. John Gruden against Matt Rule. Mm Mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater against Derek Carr in the dump-off fest. But got some good running backs in this game, and Christian McCaffrey. You got Josh Jacobs. I mean, this is going to be an interesting game. It's a 1 o'clock kickoff on CBS. Greg Gumbel and former Raider Rich Gannon will be on the call with Jay Feely as your field reporter. What do you think is going to happen in this game? Is this going to be a 1-0 start for the Las Vegas Raiders? Uh, yes, uh, it is. Here's the deal, man. Uh, I think Matt Rule coming in, Teddy Bridgewater coming in as a rookie. We've had a condensed offseason. We have no preseason game. We have no preseason reps. Again, I, I expect kind of play across the league to be a little sloppy. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I like the Raiders here. I think I think Chucky's going to have his team fired up. Uh, spreads, play, you know, Raiders minus three. I will take the Las Vegas Raiders to win and cover. This game's tough for me. The Raiders should win. I like the Raiders. I like what they do. Losing Tyrell Williams hurts. You basically have two slot receivers who are your best receivers and Henry Ruggs, who's going to be a stud in the slot. He's going to take slants to the house easily. Hunter Renfro, dude just gets open. He doesn't look like an athlete, but he gets open. Then you got Darren Waller. This is going to be the dump-off fest. I mean, Teddy and Derek Carr are dump-offs. Christian McCaffrey, how good of a game does he have when he's not getting the defenses spread out? It's going to be interesting. But at the end of the day, Las Vegas should win this one. I am going to take the Raiders, even though I didn't want to. I kind of talked myself into that. Coming up next, 1 o'clock kickoff from Ford Field, where the Chicago Bears led by Mitch Trubisky 
will take on the Detroit Lions, led by a finally healthy Matt Stafford. Matt Nagy, 4-0 and against the Lions. Matt Patricia, 0-4 against the Bears. Does Matty P finally get a win against the Mitch Trubisky-led Chicago Bears? Why do you got to be such a dick? This is the <laughs> second time. Um, I'm just reading the stats here, bro. Well, stop. <laughs> I mean, what do you want? Like, I mean, Christ, I know what's going on. Um, yes, yes, we're better than the Bears. I uh, I, I think, and, and we might touch on this later in Ward's Wagers, I mean, this spread. Yeah, yeah, we're segueing stuff here. You know, we're in the big of what to come. We're in the big leagues now. Um, spread on this game is three. It's not enough. I I see Detroit winning by at least a touchdown to uh, to ten. It touched on the two touchdown. I I see it at ten to fourteen point game. I do because you know why Mitch Trubisky sucks ass. <laughs> I'm looking at the press release here that the NFL communication sent out to the media site here. I'm looking through, I'm reading, you know, it says coach versus opponent points for against offense, defense, all their leaders and all this shit. The bears apparently don't have a kicker on the roster at the time of this. So they got 46 without a kicker. tight ends though. Yeah. 46 tight ends. <laughs> Our boy, Daniel Kelly has taken over the bears. No punter, no kicker. We're going for it on fourth down. And for those of you who don't know, Daniel Kelly, listen to episode number 38. Excellent guest. Dude's crazy. He's out there. He's having a lot of fun. We're going to have him back later on in the show or later on in the year here. And yeah, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just reading stats. And I know it sucks because I do the same shit. And it's just true. Just reading though. stats is being a dick, though. I mean, it's <laughs> the way it is. I'm sorry. And Mitchie, dude, he kills the Bears. It's the only team. Like, he's the Bears or the Lions are the reason Mitchie's still in the league sometimes. But dude, I got this as the Lions. Lions got to win this game. I have them winning. They will. I think sixteen to seven or something. I text you earlier, maybe yeah. something like that. Kenny Galladay hurt right now, but I think he'll be fine. He'll play. He'll play. Yeah. Okuda dealing with a hamstring injury. Big V dealing with an issue. I mean, there are some worries with the Lions. But the Lions should win this game. They should win this game, and I will have the Lions winning this game. And so far, we picked the same damn winners. Let's see if that changes with our next game here. For now. <laughs> our next game, this is going to be a barn burner. Indianapolis Colts, led by Phillip Rivers, traveled to Jacksonville to face the Gardner Minshew-led Jacksonville Jaguars and that new Why'd defense. Why'd you laugh? I don't know led by Joe Schobert, who, poor dude, just picks terrible franchises. But... Jaguars still got some pieces. DJ Chark's there. Josh Allen is a hell of a player on defense. No running back, but Phillip should be able to lead this team to a victory. I got the Colts in this one. What say you, sir? Yeah, yeah, me too. I got the Colts uh, as far as the game. The spread's at eight, though. I'm going to take Jags to cover that spread. Um, but your outright winners, the Colts. Listen, the Jags are – they're blow. I don't know what – I don't even know what the hell they're even doing. Um, <laughs> I don't it, think they do. You don't see it like they're not necessarily blowing it up, blowing it up. But the fact that they're running backs, um, that for those have, of you watching right now and noticing yeah. that our eyes kind of both drifted off, Cammy Fairborn just missed a 51 yard field goal, and it's 14 to 7 with 25 seconds left in the first half of the Thursday night football game here. 
and continue on, sir. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but we're both no, staring away. No problem. I uh, I just think that the uh, we're on the Jags Colts game, right? I lose yep. my mind. Right. Jags Colts. Um, I think I think the Colts will come in and win. I see it as a maybe a touchdown game, okay. a three to seven point game. Um, Gardner Minshew is going to move the ball a little bit. Gardner, uh, thirty-seven hundred yards and twenty-one scores last year. And I think TJ Chark's going to continue to progress into a good player. If GD Westbrook can stay on the on the field, he's he's solid from a slot position. So I think they got some talent offensively. They're kind of they've kind of just started to just dump off their defensive talent, which is somewhat concerning to me. Um, but they still have Joe Schobert. Yeah, they got Joe Schobert, and so that defense will be great. Um, but no, I uh, I expect them eight, eight points is a lot in a season opener, uh, especially with all those crazed Jag fans down there in Florida. I will uh, I'll take Indy to win. Jags cover. DJ Chark, and I will not sing the Baby Shark version of DJ Chark because it'll stick in my head all night. Moving on to the next game, Green Bay Packers, the Cheeseheads face Minnesota. In Minnesota, the Vikings at U.S. Bank Stadium. Matt LaFleur 2-0 against the Vikings last year. Does he move to 3-0 as the Packers head coach? No. Nope. I don't think the Packers are very good. I'll just say it right there. I don't think they're that good. I think Minnesota's a better team. I think Minnesota will be able to run the ball on them. Uh, I If you're a Packers fan, you say, what the hell did you do for Aaron Rodgers? Mm-hmm. What did you do for him? You did nothing. He was throwing a friend. Valdez, Scantling, and Geronimo Allison. I mean, give, give him throw Geronimo. Like throw the man a bone. And uh and and yeah, it's just it was terrible. And they've done nothing. I think Minnesota has a better roster. I think Minnesota has a better team. I think Minnesota wins. Uh, as far as you want to touch on over or excuse me, the spread. Minnesota minus two and a half. I'll also take Minnesota to cover. Right, you are taking the Vikings, and this will be the first game we will disagree on. Listen, finally, if the Vikings had Daniil Hunter to go along with Yannick Ngakwe, I think they win this game. Losing Daniil Hunter, I think, really hurts them for the next few weeks. And IR this year, by the way, when you see a player go on IR, it's only three weeks now. So don't freak out thinking they're a loss for the season. It's a three-week thing, and it's thrown me off. I thought he was out for the year. But... I am going to take the Packers to win a 21 to 17 game. And we will move on to our next game here in just a second, which will be the Dolphins and the Patriots. But first, huge, huge. I am going to remind you to check out our sponsors here. Check out our sponsors. We do this show, we try to help anyone we can. Our sponsors, they're helping us out by putting their name on there and making us look like a real damn show. So, For those of you listening, those of you watching on the live stream here, be sure to share. Be sure to check out our sponsors, Manhattan Deli Mentor, 440-974-0055. They're open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. now on Sundays. Check it out. Great special salads, sandwiches, you name it. They got a little bit of everything. Check out Concealed Carry Firearms Training. If you want to get your CCW, get your concealed carry, you want to learn how to shoot, you want to learn how to use your weapon, you want to learn anything about guns, give Jim a call at 440-391-4118. That's concealed carry firearms training. Give them a call. And also check out Kitty Cove Daycare at Kitty Cove OH on Facebook. Help them out. And we want to thank you guys for listening. 
and make you look good. Check out our new merchandise at bonfire.com backslash store backslash FCFS dash tees. Check out some of that merchandise. We got some nice shirts up there. Support Drew's Ward's Wager shirt. Brand new shirt just went up. It is sweet and it'll make you look good in men's and women's sizes. It is up there. So check it out. And now we will get back to picking our game picks here with the Dolphins traveling New England to face the non-Tom Brady-led New England Patriots. It's weird. It's going to be strange. It's no going to be Brady. strange. No yeah. Tom Brady. Weird. It's definitely going to be weird. Um, I've kind of told you what I feel about the Patriots a little bit. I mm-hmm. think the roster is a little depleted. At the same time, I think Miami completely reconstructed the, you know, reconstructed the entire lineup. They spent yep. a shitload of money. Um, I think, yes, so Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to start out. I think eventually it goes to Tua. Uh, as far as this game goes, as far as spread's concerned, it's six and a half. I think New England wins this game. Um, but these two teams always play tight games. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been the way it is. Um, it's mostly in Miami, but yeah, I mean, this is a new thing. I, I, I think New England wins. Miami covers the spread, getting six and a half points. You know, I want to take the Dolphins in this game, but not without an offseason to or preseason to really work. You're going against Bill Belichick, one of the greatest head coaches of all time. His team will somehow be prepared, even with all the players they lost. I think this is a closer game than most people expect. I think Fitzmagic will be Fitzmagic, but it's going to be Patriots in this game. Moving on to the next game, it is the Philadelphia Eagles, who look like they might actually be kind of healthy for once. Jalen Regor is actually practicing. Carson Wentz might actually have weapons, and they're going to face the Ron Rivera-led Washington football team Mm. at the nation's capital. J.D. McKissick, the starting running back now for the Washington football team. You also got Peyton Barber there. I'm very familiar Kipling. with J.D. McKissick. I'm very familiar with him. I mean, solid receiver out of the backfield, right? Yes. I mean, I, it that's just, really what he's good at. It's just, it, 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 if you're Washington, what happened with Adrian Peterson? Because if you're going to tell me that you can roll that out and you're mm-hmm. as confident with that, as you would be with uh, with something else is is ridiculous in my opinion. Um, I think you're what right. that came down to is it's the kids show here now. They're moving on to well, the kids eventually. And you can do that, but you have to have some veteran leadership on yeah. offense. I mean, you have to. Um, for me, I like Philadelphia in this game. Hard to pick Washington. I do think Dwayne Haskins has a better season. Um, but for me, I will take. The Eagles, it's a five-and-a-half-point spread. Eagles given five-and-a-half. I'll also take the Eagles with the spread. Right. You know, I also think Dwayne Haskins bounced back. He got voted a captain, which is nice. means the team respects him. They voted him captain. Terry McLaurin, I think, is going to still be a really good receiver, and he's going to get a lot of looks. I mean, but outside of that, you don't really have much on offense. The defense is really good. Kerrigan, Young, Ioannidis, Cole Holcomb's pretty good. I mean – Thomas Davis Sr., Ronald Darby, Landon Collins, they've got pieces on defense, but it's not going to be enough. I think Miles Sanders runs pretty well against them, and I think Carson Wentz does Carson Wentz-type things, and this is going to be a Philadelphia Eagles win. 
And now we move on to a fun game because it is the Los Angeles Chargers led by Joey Bosa facing his former teammate, number one overall pick, Joe Burrow. Zach Taylor never faced Los Angeles last year. Anthony Lynn 1-0 against the Bengals in his career. This is a 4.05 kickoff from Paul Brown Stadium. This is our first of our 4 o'clock games. All the other games are all 1 o'clock starts. A lot of 1 o'clock starts, so enjoy Red Zone. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, it's so, going to be great. Cincinnati or L.A.? Chargers. Who you got? Yeah. Um, maybe a surprise one for me here. Uh, I will take the Cincinnati Bengals, and I'll take them outright, too. They're getting three right. points. I'm going to take them against the spread. Um, and the outright winner, I think from everything I've read and, and I know it's, it's camp and things, but, yeah. but Joe Burrows looked really good. It sounds like AJ Green's healthy, um, traveling across the country. If you're a, if you're the chargers, um, with, uh, with again, I mean, Tyrod Taylor's a rookie in that system. So. So you know, for me, I I think that Joe Burrow, I think they'll they'll run the ball well with Joe Mixon. I think Cincinnati is going to be decent. I really do. Um, I like them to to win and cover that three. I like Cincinnati. I think they've got a lot of weapons around their quarterback there in Joey Burrow. But this Chargers defense, Ingram, you've got Ingram on the outside. You've got Bosa. If Derwin James is playing, I'd really be on the man. bandwagon of the Chargers. But I the, the Chargers get screwed, man. They the do. Chargers, are, they, they just get so played with injuries. It's not fair because the roster is so talented. It mm -hmm. really is across the board. You got Chris Harris and Casey Hayward playing outside. You got you got pieces there on that defense still. And for a rookie quarterback in his first game, I think those pieces on defense are going to be really tough to deal with. I mean, Joe Burrow was named captain as a rookie. And on that, he said, it was one of my goals coming in. I didn't really expect to be a captain, but really happy to represent our team and our offense. Joe Burrow is just killing it, man. No one's had a better last 365 days than Joe Burrow. Yeah. And that guy went from a sixth round pick, seventh round pick to maybe not being drafted number one pick. And that's why you need to get these kids on the field NCAA if you can do it because there's Let kids who are going to lose fly. out. Exactly. <laughs> Ryan day wrote it today, but I'm going to take the charge in this. I think this is going to be a tight game. I don't think it's gonna be high scoring. I think there's going to be a lot of field goals in it. Maybe a 16, 13 type game. And I'm just going to roll with Tyrod on this one. And a He's better. He's better. And go with All the right. bat to not make mistakes. That's two differences then, right? Yep. Coming up next, Arizona Cardinals at San Francisco at Levi's Stadium. It is a 425 kickoff. This one will be on Fox, led by Kevin Kugler, Chris Spielman, and Laura Oakman as your field reporter. Who are you liking this one? Uh, so I like what the Arizona Cardinals are doing. Mm -hmm. I like I like San Fran to win the game. Um, just to be quick with it, because I know we're, I'm probably being way too long with everything, but <laughs> the spreads, San Fran given seven. That's too many points to me. So I'll take San Fran to win outright, but I will take Arizona to cover that seven. Okay. I'm going to take the Cardinals in this one. Oh. 49ers are really good, but they got no one healthy at wide out right now. No one that Jimmy G can throw the ball to, and I'm still not 100% sold on Jimmy G doing things. 
So I'm going to take the Arizona Cardinals in an upset in this one. Give me Arizona on that, and we'll move on to our first Sunday night game of the year. 820 kickoff from SoFi Stadium, the brand new diamond in L.A., where no one can be, basically. I was going to say, what the hell is SoFi Stadium? That's that's the Rams' new place? That's the Rams' new place and the Chargers' new place. So Sean McVay there versus Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy making his Dallas Cowboys debut. Dak Prescott against Jared Goff. Zeke versus Malcolm Brown. That one didn't work out so well. But who you like in this game? Dallas. Dallas. I, I like Dallas as a team. I really do. Um, we talked about the Rams issues, and, and and I'm still not sold on Jared Goff. I, I You know what I mean? I Yep. Jared Goff does some nice things, but I think a lot of it early on was just wonderful play calling by Sean McVay and the ability to run the football. Um, if they're not able to run the football, they're, they're you know, and they're not able to use the play action, it, I think that that offense is very limited. Um, to me, I think Dallas is all the weapons. I think Dallas is, I mean, outside of the Dallas is secondary, which there's questions certainly in their mm-hmm. secondary, but really the front seven. I mean, what are you going to question? Um, with Dallas. So I, I, I like Dallas in this one. The Rams are actually getting three at home and I'm still going to take, uh, I'm going to take Dallas to win and cover. All right. I'm with you on this. Listen, I like the Rams more than you do. I think the problem is that right off the bat, they're not going to function right. They're still figuring out a two tight end set probably because their offensive line is terrible. Malcolm Brown's going to be their lead back because he can block. Eventually, Cam Akers takes over, makes them more dynamic. I think that's when they start to play better. And the Cowboys, that team should win. This is a 12-13 win team, it is. possibly. They should be that good. Will they live up to it? We'll see how much Mike McCarthy's really changed as a head coach. But I will take the Cowboys in this one. Moving on now to two, one of two Monday night football games. Yeah, two Monday night football games. The Pittsburgh Steelers at the New York Giants. I'm going to do this one quickly and say Steelers right off the bat. They're going to win this one easily. What say you, sir? Yep. I'm going to take Steelers to win the game, and spread is Steelers minus five and a half. I'm also going to take the Steelers to cover. I do think the Giants are getting better, but that roster is not there yet. Jabril Peppers is a captain. Get the hell out of here. Let's move on. The secondary is going to struggle, especially losing <laughs> a guy you gave up a lot to draft in DeAndre Baker. You gave up yeah. a lot to get him, and we he's gone need, already. That's, a, that's all a very weird situation. Then moving on to our 10.20 p.m. start at Empower Field at Mile High. I'll be sleeping. Monday night, last <laughs> game of the week, Tennessee Titans at Denver Broncos. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting game. I think this is going to be a pretty good matchup. What say you, sir? I I do, too. Uh, I really do. I It's worrisome about the Cortland Sutton news we got earlier this mm-hmm. afternoon. I especially crushed. Uh, it says he's day-to-day. I do not expect him to play on Sunday, but if he does, that's fantastic. And a day-to-day um, with a uh, sprained AC joint in the shoulder. Correct, in the shoulder. Yep, in the AC joint in the shoulder. Um, I, I'm i not huge on Tennessee, but I do think that Tennessee wins the game. Uh, the spreads, too, so I think they cover as well. Um, hopefully, I, I think Denver over – the long haul is going to continue to improve once they get KJ Hamler, you know, once they, once their rookies get settled in, um, you know, with what Jerry Judy as well. So, uh, so yeah, so they got a lot and no offense in the second year. We know how the tight ends can, you know, make that jump year two. 
trust me, Lions fans hoping it with Hawk. Um, but but I like Denver overall for the year, but I'm going to take Tennessee. You know, this game is going to be a game that, yeah, it starts at 1020 Eastern, but it's going to be one of the fastest football games you watch because this is going to be two teams who want to run the football down your throat and then play defense. Time of possession is going to be key, probably going to be like a 13 to nine kind of game. But you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to roll with the home team here. I'm going to take Drew Locke wow. to make a play late in the game. Maybe find Jerry Judy. Maybe Deshaun Hamilton out of Penn State finally steps up and does something because I thought that kid was going to be fairly solid. Maybe it's Noah Fant who makes a catch over the middle, and then Philip Lindsay makes a big run. And sorry that for thunder Von and lightning. Too. Yeah, you want absolutely to touch on that. Sucks. Yeah, sucks for Von Miller. It sounds like his season's done before it ever started. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I guess I, from what I was reading, he was unblockable all camp. So mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. tough. This team is finally going to see Von Miller and Bradley Chubb together. And now they're not sure when Bradley Chubb's really going to be on the field or when they're going to let him go. But it's just terrible. It's bad luck. Would have been nice to see them. But I'm going to take the Broncos. And now we will move on to our game of the week. And that is a 425 kickoff on Fox. Joe Buck leading the call with Troy Aikman. That is Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to the Mercedes-Benz Dome, to face the New Orleans Saints, two quarterbacks whose combined age is 612. Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Bruce Arians, Sean Payton, Michael Thomas, Mike Evans, maybe. Chris Godwin. This is loaded with stars. This is two very good teams. Division matchup. This is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Leonard Fournette's now in New Orleans against Alvin Kamara. I mean, you got so much talent on both sides of the ball. What do you think is going to happen in this game? Jameis Winston goes for five bills and seven touchdowns. (laughs) I would absolutely love to see that. (laughs) Um, No, but in all seriousness, listen, I I really do like what they've done in Tampa. I like it. Uh, They've made moves that that I – think are heading in the right direction. I mean, they've definitely loaded up. Um, they're basically saying we need to win with Brady now. I just think that that New Orleans is a stacked product that we've watched work as a freaking machine for the last two and a half years. I think they continue to do that. I think Kamara has a huge season, by the way. Um, I really like I, I like the Saints here. It's not, it's not going to be a blow because both these teams are very good. The, the, the fact Mike Evans is dinged up is a concern because of the, you know, what he draws defensively as far as having guys roll over in coverage to guard him because you can't guard Mike Evans one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And then Chris Godwin will just, just run past all of them. Um, but that being said, I will take the Saints here. Um, and I take them to cover. What was the spread on this one? Let me see. Uh, sorry about this. No, I won't take them to cover. I the, the spread's three and a half. I think it's a close game. I will take the Saints to win, the Bucks to cover. I think it's a field goal game. I do like that. Listen, we talked about this in our NFL preview last week, our NFC South preview, which we did last week. Yeah, episode thirty-nine of the Full Coverage Football Show. Go ahead and check it out. It's available on our Facebook page, fb.me backslash fcfspod. All our episodes are available there as I continue to pimp our shit. Um, the Saints have the best offensive line in this division. 
And for me, that's going to be the difference in this game. I think both teams are going to put up points. I think both teams are very good defensively. When it comes down to it, Cam Jordan can't be blocked one-on-one by anyone that they have in Tampa right now. That offensive line, they'll figure it out. I think it's going to take a little bit of time. However, Shaq Barrett can be stopped by the New Orleans offensive line. I think that's what it comes down to. I think it's going to be one or two plays that really change it. Maybe a field goal game, like you said, but also playing in the dome. We'd like to say it would normally be a huge, huge home field advantage, but it's not this year. Right. I wanted right. to say it, but I mean, it's not going to be as big a home field advantage, but still Drew Brees playing in the dome. He's comfortable there. They're indoors. He's good. I'm going to take the saints also, but I think it's going to be a really good game. I do too. So that'll definitely be one to watch at 425 on Fox. And now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, of all ages, it is time for Ward's Wagers. And in case you didn't know, in case I didn't say it once or twice or 17 times on this show, 43-18-2 against the spread in 2019. Absolutely unbelievable. And by the way, if you're watching the game tonight, Drew had it. Houston plus 9.5 and and under 54 which we'll see how he hits on those. But those yeah, don't count towards the final record. Yeah. Not just yet. But what picks do you have tonight for us, sir? Yeah, Come we're on. back, man. Hit it up with hashtag Ward's Wagers, baby. We're, we, I'm excited, man. We're back. We had an incredible year last year. I don't even know how to really explain. Um, if people were betting, they made a shit ton of money. And mm-hmm. let's continue that trend. <laughs> Um, so we're going to start out at Seattle at Atlanta. And now we know we talked about this. Atlanta's getting two and a half points. This, uh, this opened up at Seattle minus one. It's now up to two and a half Seattle minus two and a half. 71% of the public's going with Seattle. I'm also going to go with Seattle, given that two and a half. That's Ward's wagers first of the year. Let's jump over out into LA. Uh, where Dallas travels to play the Rams. Uh, the Rams are getting three in this one. Um, it opened at two and a half. This line hasn't moved much. 57% of the public is with Dallas. I'm with Dallas, too. We talked about this. I think Dallas is the better team. Um, and the final awards wager of the first week here, we're going to go with three, uh, is Chicago heading into uh, to Ford Field to take on the Lions. And here, here's the deal. Um, the Lions have lost the last four of these, as Jeremy reminded me, and he's dick. He's a dick for that. I'm allowed to acknowledge him, but he's. Oosh. <laughs> um, but for this one, I feel confident. It's the Lions given three. I think this is a seven to ten point win for the Lions. You may say I'm a homer. Fifty one percent of the public's with me. Seventy four percent of the public is riding the Bears on the money line. Um, which isn't shocking. Um, and, and again, so the line opened at one. It's been bought out all the way to three. Clearly, people are liking the Lions in this one. I am too. We're going to take the Lions, given the three. So just a cat recap. Recap Wars Wagers. First week, we got Seattle, given two and a half against Atlanta. We have Dallas, given three. I actually am taking all, all, uh, all favors this week. Dallas given three out there in LA against the Rams. And, and finally, are, do, do we even know? Is, is 
I don't know if it's it's LA's affected like like San Francisco is, but have you seen like the fucking orange skies and stuff? Skies are orange all the way up the West Coast, all the way into Oregon. I have a friend in Oregon sending me pictures, absolutely bonkers. And did you know that the fog here that we've had lately and the weird gray skies are due? There goes your idea of trying to trade low there, bud. <laughs> 35 he's got, yards. He's got like 11 carries for 100 yards or something at this point almost. Yeah. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is looking pretty good. So anybody who took him high in your fantasy draft, definitely looking good. Kansas City up 23-7 to right now, early in the third. But let me make sure I had that correct here. On Ward's wagers, minus 2.5, you had Seattle, minus 3 Dallas, and minus 3 Lions. Is that what I wrote down correctly here? Yep. So, yeah, yep. Uh, Detroit given 3, Dallas given 3, Seattle uh, given 2.5. All right. I do have a special notebook brought to you by Iowa football. Thank you for the gift, Iowa football. And it will be our wards wagers notebook for the year. Tyler Trent. Tyler Trent. Remember? Wasn't that the kid that was in the hospital? Or is that Purdue? Yeah, was that Purdue, Purdue? or Iowa? Uh, One of them. Either way. doesn't matter. Hey, while we're doing this, I don't know if you guys noticed, but we got a brand new logo on the show here. You can see it all big on your screen here. Let me actually make this a full screen here. That's right. That's our new logo. We look like uh, ventriloquist dummies, but it's our brand new logo here on the Full Coverage Football Show. And this is our store, in case you haven't gone to it. That is our brand new Ward's Wagers tee, available in both men's and women's sizes. And when you click on it, not only do you get to see how cool it looks, but you get to see the back of it. Bet on it. It just makes sense. And, yes, that's a dollar sign, baby, because you're going to win money by going with Drew's picks here. And we also got our new Scarlet and Greatness hoodie, yeah, that's our Cock Bag 12 T-shirt, for those of you who agree with Drew's statement on Aaron Rodgers. First place of football tee, all you need is Chubb. Chubb is all you need. Cleveland Browns tee, or I mean Cleveland football tee, because copyright, we don't want to pay that. Simple Math Detroit jersey, T, Barry Greater Than Jim. Our number one seller in women's, the I Like Drew and the Fat Guy shirt. We also have the full coverage football show, the Drew and the Fat Guy men's shirt, and our Detroit football T, 9 plus 19, equals 6. So, yeah, go ahead. Go to bonfire.com backslash store backslash FCFS-T's and get some of these nice T's. we got Detroit football. we got Cleveland football. We got we're here, man. Ohio State kind of football kind of stuff. Obviously, we're not actually selling licensed stuff, so it doesn't say Lions or Browns or Buckeyes because that would mean we were trademarked taking away stuff, and we already learned that and why we changed our logo. But <laughs> because that logo was not worth the money they wanted for that logo any longer. And, hey, now we got a new logo. We own all the rights to the logo, and we don't have to worry about it. So with that being said, this was the Full Coverage Football Show. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here tonight, Brother Drew? Houston needs to get their shit together. Otherwise, my plus nine and a half looks like crap, which it does right now. And I don't want to start, but this doesn't count. This doesn't count. <laughs> Thursday night football games are not on the slate. These are just your weekend football games. To hell with Houston. Bill O'Brien. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire looks good. Damn good. Damn for good. everybody who took him. And next Thursday night, you're in for a treat because I believe Browns Bengals are the Thursday night game next week, which means I thought you said we were in for a treat. 
Yeah, which, well, no, you're going to be watching me get annoyed at the Browns losing to the Bengals as Joe Burrow tears them up. So, yeah. I, no, I'm going to enjoy that. I, I, yeah. I will enjoy it. You will definitely enjoy that as I'm just losing my mind. You'll see a lot of Drew just solo and me just sobbing off screen for a while. But anything else you want to get off chest before we get no, out here tonight? No, that just means we're back to football. You, you damn stop right. in the corner means we are back to football because <laughs> I'll be doing the same. Uh, luckily, my miseries are mostly on Sundays, so you can't see me. But no, hey, good show, man. Football's back. If if I mean, we're back. Like so, I don't. It, it's where we're at. I'm pumped about football. Um, and let's buckle up for the next 16, 17 weeks here, boys and girls. Um, cause, cause the lions are going to maybe win more than three games and everybody wants to see it. I agree with that. They should win more than three games. And for those of you watching right now, and those of you listening, the live stream starting next week, possibly 8 PM kickoff for the live stream of the show. That's right. We'll get you in here. You'll get to watch us before bed. So that way we grow the audience, get all those early birds. We'll get them as our new show begins here. This is season two already of the full coverage football show. It's a lot of fun, bro. Excellent job tonight. Had a lot of fun. Yes. I'm just so excited, man. I can't wait. Football this weekend, baby. And you got some good college games coming up this weekend. We actually have a good game on football. There's a good Miami. game. Miami's playing tonight. Yeah. yeah. Miami at they were at a were they at UAB tonight? If I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, they were. It yeah. I don't think it's a very good game, but there's a game. There was a game. Was. And we had a lot of fun tonight. We did our football picks. We did the America's favorite game show. Dealer, good deal or bad deal. Almost a deal or no deal, but that's also trademarked, and we're not gonna steal that kind of stuff. Our game of the week this week, Tampa Bay at New Orleans. We both took New Orleans. Ward's wagers, Drew killed it, 43-18-2 last year. He's going to just keep killing it this year. And remember, to check us out here on Facebook page at the live stream, fb.me backslash fcfspod. Audio version available on Spotify, Apple Pods, Google Pods, iHeartRadio, and Anchor.fm. We are everywhere, YouTube. Instagram TV, anytime we have a show less than 60 minutes, which we did not do tonight. But, hey, I nope. hope you enjoyed it, it. It's hard in the regular season. No, oh, it's going to be really hard during the regular season because <laughs> we're going to have a lot of stuff to get off our chest, just like Odell Beckham Jr. And, yes, I finally mixed that into the show. And with that being said, brother man, great show. Yeah. Well, we will see you next week. Remember, yes, we will. <laughs> as always, if you live the life you love, you'll love the life you live. Good night, kids.